letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Friday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a somber anniversary on the North Shore today, Governor Walls heading to Australia, and an update on the attack on Representative Angie Craig earlier this year. But we begin with police encouraging local Hyundai and Kia owners to take advantage of some free clinics in the next few days to help cut down on theft. There's an effort underway this weekend in the Twin Cities to prevent auto theft. Hyundai will provide free security upgrades to its vehicles in the Twin Cities over the weekend in a response to a growing number of car thefts. During a press conference, Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara says they found in most cases the theft involves young people. A 12-year-old boy was shot two different times in one of these vehicles and in between was running from the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office, fleeing, fleeing them in one of these stolen cars. So look, it is a real concern. Hyundai spokesperson Dave Vandeland says the company hopes these events will lessen the burden on communities. We realize this may be difficult for some of our customers to visit over 830 Hyundai dealers we have across the country. And that's why we're offering these free clinics nationwide. Taylor Rivera. News Talk 830-WCCO. Believe it or not, the holidays are right around the corner. There will be plenty to do in downtown Minneapolis. We're going to light it up with all kinds of activity and vibrancy uh, to celebrate the holiday season. Hennepin Theater Trust CEO Todd Dusing says there are some old favorites like the Blenders and the New Standards and a new show at Dudley Riggs Brave New Workshop. With the Brave New Workshop presenting All I Want for Christmas is for You to Elf Off. Uh, which is kind of a uh, a great way for all of the Scrooges to come together and get a good laugh. He also says Mannheim Steamroller will be at the Orpheum December 15th. The Guthrie Theater is getting ready to kick off, kick off its annual production of A Christmas Carol Across Town. And there's a new Cirque du Soleil Christmas show coming to Northrop Auditorium. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. A somber anniversary today. The captain wired in, he had water coming in, and the good shipping the Edmund Fitzgerald sank in Lake Superior 48 years ago during a storm on November 10, 1975, with the loss of the entire crew of 29 men. When launched on June 7, 1958, she was the largest ship on North America's Great Lakes and remains the largest to have sunk there. She was located in deep water on November 14, 1975 by a U.S. Navy aircraft. I'm Steve Simpson. An investigation continues in St. Paul after a deadly garage fire yesterday morning. It happened in an alleyway in the 700 block of Jenks Avenue. Deputy Fire Chief Roy Macoso says weather was a factor in fighting the flames. We have wind gusts today of anywhere from 30 to 50 miles per hour. So we have dry conditions with you know, leaves on the ground and, and these wind gusts and, and cooler temperatures. He says they don't know who the man is or if he died in the fire or in some other way. This is Laura Oaks. And a few road closure headaches in the East Metro to be aware of this weekend. Both directions of I-94 from St. Paul to Woodbury and Oakdale will be shut down at 10 tonight. Crews will be installing beams for a new pedestrian bridge. Drivers will be detoured onto 35E and 694. The eastbound side of 94 should reopen by 8 o'clock Saturday night, westbound side by 5 a.m. Monday morning. Governor Tim Walz starts an eight-day trade mission to Australia. Minnesota's first ever 
Upriver Trade Mission Down Under has a traveling party that includes commissioners from the state's agriculture and economic development departments. Governor Wall says there's stiff competition in Australia and Minnesota needs to step up. We kind of lived on our laurels in the past. As we're Minnesota, we don't have to go out and do this. We do. We do need to get out there. We have a lot to sell, and I think this one possesses incredible potential, mainly because there's so much growth potential there. The delegation schedule has stops in Melbourne and Sydney to discuss growing Minnesota's goods and services exports. Those exports are specifically related to agriculture, clean technology, higher education, and medical technology. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Prosecutors are recommending more than three years of jail time for the man who pleaded guilty to an assault on Congresswoman Angie Craig earlier this year. 27-year-old Kendred Khalil Hamlin pled guilty to assaulting Craig along with law enforcement officials earlier this year. Craig was punched in the face while trying to escape her encounter with Hamlin, but her chief of staff noted that the attack did not seem to be politically motivated. Craig's legal team suggests that along with the three-year sentence, Hamlin should also receive three years of supervised release. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry sharing thoughts about working with a new city council, which has lurched a bit farther to the left after this week's election. You got to finish every election with a sense of optimism that the people that are walking through those doors at City Hall are doing so with a, a desire not just to be part of a particular contingency or or a specific ideology, but to operate in good faith. Speaking with WCCO's Chad Hartman, he says that issues that will likely cause some friction are rent control and how to manage the city's homeless encampments. A special honor for a Minnesota tree. WCCO's Laura Oaks with more. Crews today are cutting down a 10-foot-tall Fraser fir that will be the official Christmas tree for the home of Vice President Kamala Harris in Washington, D.C. Myra Olson with Happy Land Tree Farms says they're not disappointed that their tree isn't going to the White House. Absolutely not. We're honored to have made it this far. We never expected to, to be doing this part, so we're, we're just very honored to, to be doing uh, the residents. The tree will be stored over the weekend and starts out for a two-day trip to Washington on Monday. Myra's father-in-law, Ken Olson, has been growing trees for nearly 60 years. Brooklyn Center City leaders yesterday unveiling a permanent memorial to a black man shot and killed by a police officer more than two years ago. The Memorial of Mesh, Metal and Marble is on the corner of 63rd Avenue and Catherine Drive, near where Dante Wrights was shot during a traffic stop by Kimberly Potter, who thought she was using her taser. Wright's mother, Katie, talked with WCCO Television. It's a place where community, are they're able to remember um, who my son was, but they were also able to remember what happened there and hopefully bring light to a system that needs that needs change. The memorial includes a replica of Wright's birth certificate. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. The Justice Department has determined Anoka's crime-free housing program discriminates against people with mental health disabilities. In their report, the agency says the city penalized landlords for nuisance calls and threatened to revoke the landlord's license if the sources of those calls were not evicted. Justice officials say that people were targeted under the cloak of a safety measure. No comment from Anoka City leaders who are planning a meeting to discuss the findings of the probe. Steve Simpson. 
News Talk 830 WCCO. This is Laura Oaks. It's the end of an era for Caribou's first coffee shop. In business since 1992, the original Edina location in the 4400 block of France Avenue will shut its doors for good in early December. Analysts say it's part of a trend by larger chains to move away from smaller shops for those more accessible to drive throughs and speed. Finally today, it's a big weekend for Insight Brewing along East Hennepin in Minneapolis. Insight Brewing's ninth anniversary comes at a time when several Twin Cities breweries have closed their doors and others are are still adapting to life after the COVID-19 pandemic. Insight Brewing co-founder and co-owner Eric Schmidt says one key decision helped them get through the pandemic's turbulence. Probably the number one thing that we did was we uh, used every dime of that PPP stuff to retain our employees. We had this, we have the exact same staff as we had pre-COVID. We didn't lose anybody. Schmidt says this year's been defined by the boom in THC, which forced them to get creative. What we did to try to set ourselves apart is we put ours in 12 packs and we have a variety pack. These are things that have been successful for us in beer. And we thought, well, not really anybody's doing that just yet. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.